I kept a secret for 36 years. I think as a little nine-year-old girl, I thought that I might get into trouble and so I just didn't say anything. As I got older, uh, I formed some beliefs about what had happened to me and I decided that I was okay because, well, you know, I got married in my late 20s and then I had a couple of sons and we had a house in the suburbs. I had a successful career. So all of these things pointed to me being fine. And I honestly believed that the things that happen in childhood have no impact on us as adults. I always thought that, you know, once I turned 18, I was this, you know, mature woman and those childhood things were now irrelevant. I believed that if I ever told my parents about what had happened, that they'd be devastated, they'd be really upset. And I wasn't. I didn't feel devastated and upset about what had happened. So I figured there was no point ever talking about it because they'd be upset. I also believe that I can't go back and change what's happened. You know, you can't undo the past. You can't make a difference. So you may as well just keep moving forward in life. So I believe there was no point in ever talking about it. All of these beliefs justified me maintaining my silence. And I did that for 36 years. Until one day at work, uh, I had a phone call that triggered me. I didn't understand then what a trigger is. And uh, during this phone call, I became really distressed and upset. And when I got off the phone, I was really like almost hysterical. And my boss was, you know, what's wrong? And as I tried to recount what had happened, I kind of felt foolish because it felt like I'd overreacted. He suggested that Perhaps what had happened wasn't so much about that interaction on the phone that day, but that there was something from my childhood that was causing me to behave like that now. This seemed like a bizarre concept to me. I couldn't really comprehend that. But I also couldn't explain why I'd overreacted in the way that I, did, that I had. And so I decided to have a bit of a think about my past. I began talking to some friends and, you know, I talked more with my boss at work. He was really open to that. And eventually I told my husband that I was sexually abused by a trusted neighbour when I was nine. I'd never told him we'd been married for over 20 years by this time. And I'd never told him. In my mind, I always thought that it was just something that never needed to be talked about. But now that we'd been married for so many years, it felt like I'd kept this secret from him, which was never my intention. In the telling, all of this emotion came up, all of these feelings. He was absolutely perfect. He held me close and he hugged me and he listened. And what I understood was that there was a part of me that was sad about what had happened to me. I swore him to secrecy though because I still believe that there was no point ever telling my parents especially not my mum dad had passed away by that point so uh, I said you know don't ever tell anyone 
It was a little while after this um, that the story takes a, another kind of a turn and a little bit kooky, but stay with me. Um, I went for a clairvoyant reading, which is not something I'm in the habit of doing. I thought it would be a bit of fun. And when I went in for the reading, the woman said to me, like straight up, she said, I'm, I'm getting a sense that you're blocked. And I felt really annoyed by this because I said, well, you know, if I'm blocked, it's probably because I was sexually abused when I was nine and I really don't see what I can do about that. Um, we talked about it for a bit and I argued my position that there was no point of it going any further. You know, I wouldn't want to report it to the police because I wouldn't want to put myself through that. Um, I, and I don't want mum to know because she'd be devastated. And, you know, and the more I talked about it, I got really upset and I was crying and I'm blubbering away and I said no but you know I'm fine <laughs> and uh, she kind of laughed and said are you like look at you you're so upset and I said yeah I know but I can't I can't undo the past and I can't you know I can't do anything and she asked me a question then that just blew my mind she said who are you really protecting she was, of course, referring to my desire to protect my mum. But what she so perfectly pointed out is that in my attempts to protect mum, I was also protecting the man that had abused me. I was protecting a pedophile. And honestly, this wasn't a revelation. I had never considered it from this perspective before. And this changed everything. Suddenly I knew that I would need to tell mum because I wasn't going to keep his secret any longer. He wasn't going to get away with this. That was one of the most difficult conversations I've ever had, telling her. Uh, and yes, she was angry and she was sad and she was all sorts of things, as I was. It again allowed me to open up to another layer of anger and upset about what had happened to me but one of the things that it gave me it allowed me to really own my story and it also allowed me to get the hugs from my mum that I didn't have the courage to ask for when I was nine I asked her way later you know Gosh, do you, you know, do you wish I'd never told you? And she said, no, no, I'm pleased that you told me. Because she said, I, I prefer knowing. As shitty as it is, I'm pleased to know. And I understand that because I'm a mum and I would want to know. And so from there, I had this, I don't know, new sense of freedom it actually literally didn't matter who I told. I could tell anybody that I'd been sexually abused. And I started to have this sense of wanting to let the perpetrator know I wasn't keeping his secret anymore. And I thought, you know, I could write him a letter. Um, you know, you're a scumbag and I told mum. But then I thought, well, that feels a bit unsatisfactory because I wouldn't know his response or if he'd even read it. So then I wondered if maybe I could call him up. Uh, you know, you scumbag. Yeah, do you remember me? Yeah, well, huh, I told mum about what you did and you should be worried because I might report you to the police. 
It was fun to daydream about it. But in all this daydreaming, I realized that, you know, if I'm doing this to him, it's clear that I'm actually not going to report him to the police because if that was what I was going to do, I'd just go ahead and do it, wouldn't I? Could I? And I decided that that's what I would do. I called them one day uh, and said, look, this happened 36 years ago. And the detective was really supportive and helpful. And she encouraged me to go in for a chat. The memory that I have of the events was so clear that she said this would make it possible that they could make an arrest, which to me seemed extraordinary. I just needed to make a statement. And so I did that. The statement then meant that they could make an arrest. That arrest turned into a court case. He actually pled guilty. Um, I, I'm not really sure why. I think because it happened back in the 1970s. And I found out during this court process that he was... Um, convicted he had convictions in the 1980s and 1990s and he got a suspended sentence and the other one was a you know kind of a short amount of jail time so maybe he thought because these offenses against me were you know way earlier than that that nothing would happen who knows it turned out that he was um he was jailed for five years and five years was the maximum sentence back in 1975 when he committed these offences. So he got the maximum sentence. He also got placed on a sex offenders register for life, uh, which to me is so important because that means uh, I've you know, protected anyone else from having this happen to them. And at the time that they, uh, the police found him, he was actually, he had another current offence outstanding in another court. So he was still offending. Um, there was a total of nine, nine people that have made a complaint, nine people that have come forward. Heavens knows how many um, he abused throughout his life. What I now understand about the um, beliefs I formed, you know, in my teenage years and my 20s were the they were stories that I created, concocted to protect myself from ever having to speak about what had happened to me. I didn't want to have to open that Pandora's box on the hurt that I felt as a child. I experienced uh, a freeze response when I was abused. I couldn't run away, so no flight I couldn't fight him off so no no fight or flight was available to me so I froze and so it's like I contracted so I wouldn't feel and I believe that was part of the reason why I formed this opinion that what happened to me didn't matter because I couldn't remember feeling anything really bad about it after I began talking uh, about what had happened with friends and and um, and going to the clairvoyant, I began to open up about my past, and that allowed me to feel again. And the thing about feelings is, that if we shut off the things we don't want to feel, 
we also shut off the stuff that we would like to feel. You know, you can't selectively, you know, disconnect from emotions. And so I've been on something of a journey in recent years, reconnecting with myself and reconnecting with emotions. And it's a joyous place. It's a beautiful place to be. I feel more freedom. I feel more love. I feel more um, yeah, trust in myself. There's so many gifts that I've discovered in my life now. Uh, mostly I've done this through, I've been to counselling, but I've also, I, I meditate now. I use my journal a lot. I do a lot of practices that support me somatically moving my body. And I wrote a book about it because I figured there's got to be other people like me who just believe that, you know, what happened doesn't matter. It does matter. I mattered. I matter. And the little girl inside of me matters. And I've reconnected with her in a way that helps me to feel whole again. So my book's called Speaking from the Scar, and it would be my greatest wish that others might read it and also heal their wounds so that they can speak from their scar too. Thank you.